the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at ShalomKlein.com. And while you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom. It's going to be a jam-packed week, jam, jam-packed week of content and information that you won't want to miss. It's a live show. You can call into this beautiful studio here in Elk Grove Village at 312-642-5600. And don't forget to contact our sponsors at Tandem HR, your solution center. You can visit their brand new website and, uh, frankly, very informative blog at TandemHR.com. Or give them a call for a free consultation, 630-928-0510. So first up on the program, I'm thrilled to be joined by Melissa Schwass. Uh, in addition to her role as Senior Project Manager at the Burwood Group, Melissa has helped train the next generation of women in STEM fields as the Volunteer Director for Chick Tech. Melissa, welcome to the program. Hi, Shalom. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So, Melissa, uh, you are uh, you are quite the expert, and you have assem- you have assembled quite the team of experts uh, at the Burwood Group. Tell us a little bit of the history of of the of the organization. Yeah, absolutely. So, Burwood Group um, been around for a while now, about two hundred so odd uh, employees here. So, mid sized IT consulting firm. So, if your uh, if your company can't solve your IT problems, uh, that's where we come in. And uh, Burwood's a great organization to work for. It's actually in my um, 10 plus years of working in IT. It's the first company I've actually worked for direct female leadership. So we have some strong female leaders here and Burwood truly walks the walks and encourages females to pursue other avenues and develop their craft, if you will. And I know that's a passion of yours. Um, So Burwood Group is a Chicago-based company? Correct. They are a Chicago-based company. I know I'm in Denver here, but we do have regions in... um, the heartland of the nation, if you will, as well as California and a few other locations. So definitely trying to tackle that nationwide uh, landscape. Absolutely. So in this day and age, uh, we continue to hear of the uh, of obviously the the ever changing evolution of technology and how uh, how technology is both impacting companies in positive ways as well as creating potentially challenges as well. Uh, sort of a loaded question, but where do you see uh, technology, specifically as it relates B2B, uh, companies working with other companies, that's to exclude companies uh, servicing uh, individuals and consumers, where do you see it going over the next 10 years? Yeah, I think it's going to evolve at a quick, quicker rate than we've seen in the past, just as technology is evolving. Um, so I think it's important for companies you know, such as Burwood's doing to capture that that female audience, because 
uh, over 50% of college graduates are females, but only 28% of females obtain computer science degrees. So there's there definitely some discrepancies there. So if we, we empower that lost um, demographic, then we can definitely tackle on some larger scale problems. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's fascinating, and it, it's good to hear that positive uh, that positive outlook, which uh, which is great. So, specifically, Burwood Group, what kind of companies are you uh, are you working with? Who's the ide- What's the ideal profile of an organization that that would benefit from outsourcing their IT needs uh, to uh, your fantastically talented team? Yeah, so Burwood traditionally has targeted the healthcare vertical. So we have a great team of nurses, doctors. Just the personnel focus on developing healthcare as it, as it relates to technology, but also developing their processes. But we've branched out to that, so we're not vertically focused at, at this point. So we focus on helping education, helping manufacturing, helping businesses across the nation, and specifically in Chicago, really be able to help develop and grow their businesses. So whether or not you're a small business all the way to enterprise level, we really don't exclude anybody. And anybody who uh, who is a regular listener to this program knows how frequently we talk about uh, about workplaces and how we talk about uh, industries and and the demographics in terms of jobs. Melissa, I know that you are very very passionate as I am about making sure that uh, that more women uh, are, are are given the opportunities, uh, the same opportunities as men. But uh, but you've actually taken it a step further. You're 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 really starting at uh, at, at trying to make sure that uh, that young girls, young women are are being exposed to STEM education at a uh, at an early age. I'm I'm curious where this passion of yours developed uh, from. Why why do you put so much time into this? And of course, I'm curious to hear about some of those efforts and undertakings. Yeah, so I have a unique background. So ironically enough, my parents encouraged me to pursue engineering at it in my college uh, aged years, but I thought I was terrible at math and science. And that's a common theme um, amongst these younger females is they think they're terrible at math and science. And countless times I've sat in the room where I'm the only female, and I'm sure many of your listeners out there have, have had similar experiences. So if we get hands-on learning where these girls build or code apps or build robots, they can see that, hey, it's not so hard. Yes, there'll be challenges, but you have a, a network of strong female leaders there to, to help you and hone your craft. And it's really, really cool. And in four years, um, college graduates that are actually entering school now, there will be jobs out there created that we can't even imagine. So we really need to make sure that we're empowering our, our youth and our, our future for tomorrow. That's fantastic. Uh, and uh, it sounds like, obviously, the Bird Group uh, has given you uh, uh, quite the opportunity to, to be able to uh, – to, to put the time into this, but also uh, it sounds like it's something that has resonated and certainly in your office out in Denver, but uh, throughout uh, Burwood Group uh, around the country, uh, that culture is is certainly uh, coming through. Speaking of the Burwood Group and, uh, and careers, you're, uh, you're a decent-sized uh, operation. Uh, are there uh, job opportunities that, uh, that we can make our listeners uh, aware of? Absolutely. Feel free to check out burwoodgroup.com or burwood.com or check out LinkedIn. Definitely looking for young associates who are looking to get into technology or consulting. We will pave the way for you and give you the tools to learn your craft. And we're also looking for senior individuals or just people looking um, to you know, help other companies grow. That's fantastic. And what about partners? I know that uh, in the world of technology, and I certainly can't claim to be an expert in, in all areas, uh, that you 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 fill a a very important void in terms of helping 
uh, companies and organizations uh, outsource, uh, frankly, something that that they should not be handling in-house. They can often save money. They could often do a better job. But you are not the only uh, solution. And it sounds like you you recognize that. Uh, Tell us about some of the partners, other companies, other technology organizations that you are often working with. Yeah, absolutely. So we actually work with some big names in the industry. So we're partnered with Cisco, Palo Alto, EMC, NetApp, a various uh, slew of cloud technologies out there. So in partnering with those large enterprise uh, firms, we can capture the smaller audiences that they may not be able to serve. Uh, Interesting. And you've specifically highlighted uh, healthcare, but uh, if you don't mind, uh, give us an example of a a company or organization that you've been able to, to really help them perhaps reduce costs. Um, but but also uh, improve uh, improve their operations. All right. you, you can mention names if you'd like, but I'm curious uh, to hear an example. Yeah, absolutely. So if you check out Burwood.com, there's definitely a, a slew of use cases and white papers. But we've helped uh, hospitals improve processes in order to provide better patient care and, and help them evolve technology on wheels in order to get to those you know, those front live patients in order to um, increase uh, increase care and, and decrease um, amount of, amounts of wait time. And we also help Fortune 100 manufacturing organizations uh, implement change control and, and streamline their processes as well as upgrade their existing and legacy technologies. So uh, and we're not just technology-based. We want to make sure the customer has a good experience as well as help them improve their overall processes. Well, Melissa Schwass, thank you so much for sharing all of those examples, uh, such great information. I do hope that our listeners will get in touch with your team. Um, What is the best way to learn more? I know you have a fantastic website with lots of information about those careers. Uh, Is that where where we should send our listeners to? Absolutely. Check out Burwood.com or check out LinkedIn as well. Always make sure, we're always making sure that's up to date and we're definitely looking for bright young talent. Uh, That's fantastic. Burwood.com. Melissa Schwass, thank you so much for joining us uh, on the air tonight. We hope that we can use you uh, potentially to uh, to 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 bring on uh, some of your fantastic subject matter experts that are so knowledgeable uh, because we know technology is such a major part of this ever changing business climate. So we appreciate your time. No, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, coming up after the break, we're going to talk more about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We will be uh, we we will uh, we have a lot of great guests on the program. Uh, in fact, later on in the program, I'm joined here in studio by the wonderful team of the National Discourse. We'll be talking about politics. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, what uh, real news looks like, uh, not fake news. And uh, and as always, you could get on my website shalomkline.com. That's where you could download podcasts from Get Down to Business, including our conversations this week, and find out sneak peek of who's going to be on next week on the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And as always, be sure to contact our wonderful sponsors, Tandem HR, Your Solution Center. Check them out online, tandemhr.com, or give them a call six three zero nine two eight zero five one zero. Got to take a really quick break right now, but we're going to be back in just a moment with some fantastic guests. You don't want to miss it. Show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Get Down to Business returns in just a moment. Welcome back to Get Down to Business. I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Did you know that one in five, that's 18% of Chicago public school freshmen, earn uh, less than one in five, I should say, uh, uh, Chicago public school freshmen earn their bachelor's degree within 10 years of beginning high school. Uh, There is a tremendous, tremendous need to boost uh, Chicago area's 
college enrollment and completion rates. That's why our next guest, Chris Brown, and uh, his wonderful organization, Bottom Line, was founded in 1997, a small nonprofit organization supporting 25 high school seniors in Boston. It's grown dramatically last two decades, now servicing over 6,200 students across Massachusetts, New York, and Chicago. Chris Brown, welcome to the program. Thanks so much. Appreciate you inviting us to be on. Absolutely. What a fantastic mission. What an amazing organization. Uh, We know that so many jobs these days require uh, well-qualified college graduates, and you are making that possible. If you don't mind, uh, Chris, let's start with the story. Why did Bottom Line, why did your team uh, get started? And, uh, and of course, we'll uh, we'll spend a few minutes talking a little bit of of, uh, about the work. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, like you said, the need in Chicago is enormous. Um, in order to be positioned for uh, entering the economic mainstream these days, you have to have a bachelor's degree, we believe, and pursue uh, post-secondary education. And so Bottom Line was founded on the belief that all students, regardless of income or neighborhood uh, or zip code, can get to and through college with the right set of supports. And so we've been here in Chicago now, we're in our fourth year. We're serving over a thousand students, and uh, the need is enormous. So we're going to we're planning to grow to serve at least two thousand students annually. It, it's amazing, and I know that you're primarily focused on low income and first generation uh, college students. Get them through college. So, Chris, let's talk a little bit of how you do that. What do you do to help students uh, move along and make sure that they that we get them to the finish line? That's right. So our model focuses on first generation students that are from low income neighborhoods. And it works by essentially we hire and train advisors, counselors who work with students either as high school seniors uh, beginning the summer before their senior year in high school, helping them apply and make all do all the steps leading up to enrolling in college. And then we also have counselors that work with students in our success program, which is all the way through college. It lasts for up to six years. And again, counselors have a caseload in that program of about 80 college students to one counselor and are delivering our unique curriculum, which we call our DEAL model. Uh, DEAL stands for the four areas we know that low-income first-generation students often struggle uh, when they go to college in their transition to graduation, and that's areas of academics, degree, employability, uh, aid, and life. And so our counselors work with students one-on-one, in-person, on campus, all the way through graduation on those four areas. That's uh, fantastic, and I know that uh, our president uh, claims that he is the uh, the master uh, deal maker, or as he said in the title of his book, The Art of the Deal. I give that title uh, to you guys over at Bottom Line. You are uh, the masters of the deal, degree, employability, aid, and life. Those are the key uh, fundamental four areas. Uh, Chris, I, I want to talk to you about some examples of people that you've helped. I know that uh, when you started, you were just in the 20s, um, but now you're in the thousands. That that must make you feel really, really good. But you know, thousands is just a number. Let, take an example. Walk us through you know, one of your success stories, and I know that there are many. Yeah, I mean, so uh, I'll just I'll give you an example of a student, uh, Sarah, who's currently a junior at UIC, who started with us as a high school senior. She had incredible potential, incredible promise, strong academic um, background, but really was was lost when it came to the college process and was looking for a lot of help as the first person in her family to pursue a four year college degree. And she tells me, you know, as we, we've stayed connected um, you know, without bottom line, she would not have been able to stay organized and, and t- stay on top of everything senior to stay with almost minimal debt. She's a junior at UIC and she's applying to med school next year, which we're, uh, we're really thrilled about. 
and on her way to um, an incredible career. Oh, that must make you feel so good. And I know that there are so many other examples as well. So, Chris, let's talk about the people behind the scenes, the people that uh, that are making this happen. I know uh, that uh, correctly so the uh, the 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 attention goes to the uh, to the folks that are coming out of the system, the deal process. And one of the, the E in deal is employability. So they're getting to work and they're contributing to the economy, contributing to society in so many positive ways. But tell us about the team behind bottom line. The, uh, the the coaches the, uh, the 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 people that are really motivating and uh, and training. Right. So, like we said, this is a relation relationship based advising model. So we recruit and hire counselors. We now have up to twenty one staff. The vast majority of them are counselors serving a caseload of students, either high school seniors or a student in college. Right now, we're up through juniors because we just started a few years ago. And these counselors are just incredible. They are working on campus with these students every week, engaging them, staying connected through um, everything from social media, but also these in-person meetings to stay on top of all of their key deadlines for classes, financial aid, and so forth. And in many ways, they are the real secret to our, to our model. They are delivering this curriculum in person with these students and at our office as well as for high school seniors. And um, yeah, we just were been really fortunate. We started with just four staff four years ago, and we've been able to grow it pretty dramatically in a short period of time. Uh, that's a uh, still a, uh, a small number of people. You're running a lean, mean operation, uh, making every dollar count. Uh, speaking of dollars, uh, tell us the funding model. Uh, tell us uh, how these services are provided, and most importantly, how our listeners can step up to help. Yeah, so thanks. Uh, we've been really fortunate. We are 100% privately funded, and that's been really helpful for us to sort of drive our growth but all of the money that we raise is from you know, individuals, corporations, um, high net worth individuals, and, and family uh, foundations are major sources of our, our, our funding. And they've been, over the last couple of years, been able to sort of step up and start to make more multi-year commitments to help us continue to scale our impact. That's incredible. So let's talk a little bit about uh, where the jobs of tomorrow will be, because I know that the team of Bottom Line is not just focused on on working uh, well, quite well, with the with the uh, students, uh, help them, as we said, get them to the finish line, get them uh, through high school, get them into college, get them to finishing their college degree and getting them to a job. But your your team is also looking at what jobs will be around when the college students that are starting in 2018, in 2019, where are, what are those sectors? So I'm curious, Chris, if you have any insight into uh, where you see things in the next five to 10 years. Yeah, it's a great question. And it's one we've been giving some serious thought to we're in the process of sort of mapping the career ecosystem, as we would call it, in Chicago with our team. I guess I would say is we see, you know, clusters of areas where our students are not only really interested, but there's huge need. Obviously, healthcare being one area where there's just been explosive growth, and we, we expect to see that to continue. Um, we also see, you know, I'd say opportunities um, across the, the gamut in terms of folks who have strong quantitative skill sets who are looking to apply those in a range of ways. We have a number of financial services firms, including J.P. Morgan Chase, that are partnered with us right now. Um, so I guess I would say is we're focused also on helping students um, make really strong, thoughtful choices about what they're studying in college so that they are prepared to be able to navigate an ever-changing landscape that we see. You know, it's not just your first job, but it's ultimately being able to position yourself for the next job after that. And so I would say... Um, you know, we've got more work to do, but we think that we're on a, on a strong path right now with some of the corporations that we're working with um, 
and we think there's a lot to learn as we grow. Um, some of the other uh, corporate partners we've been fortunate to work with, we've had um, folks from the Chicago Blackhawks working with us, uh, and we've been fortunate to be actually the beneficiary of a, of a pretty big conference focused on education charities and best for kids as well. So we are, um, we're still working on this, but I think there's a lot of promise. And our hope is that our students are earning a, a sustainable wage when they, when they exit college with their degree so that they are um, positioned to make choices beyond, beyond that first job for the long haul. And Chris, you mark my words, your, uh, your graduates, your success stories will be the ones that will be hiring and, uh, in, in the future. And they, uh, they are the future of our, uh, of our Chicagoland economy, our, our American economy. And, and uh, I hope you guys are staying in touch with them because I know that they will, uh, they will, they will not forget uh, the folks that helped them uh, along the way. So Chris Brown from Bottom Line, we very, very much appreciate your time and hope that we can have you back on again real soon to feature more of those success stories but most importantly, I know you mentioned it before, privately funded organization. How can our listeners get involved? What can they do to support and assist? Yeah, thanks so much for the opportunity. So I would say there's three different things that we would love to see. Is we're, we're definitely, as we now have more college students rising up the ranks, we're looking for internship opportunities for those students. Um, and we are actively placing those students right now into uh, internships. So folks are working at companies that are looking for top talent diverse leaders that are going to become the future leaders of Chicago, please, please reach out. Um, we're obviously always looking for leaders to get involved with us, whether it's on our associate board or on our regional board who help drive our growth. And of course, we're looking for new supporters. So anybody who knows anybody who can support us, we'd appreciate it that as well. Fantastic. Chris Brown from Bottom Line. Uh, I encourage all of our listeners to get in touch with their wonderful team doing some, some fantastic work. We're going to take a break, listen to the headlines. We're going to be back on Get Down to Business just after this short break. Lots more small business jobs and entrepreneurship coming up. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. So what would you say about a suburban mayor illegally giving himself a taxpayer-funded pay hike? I can imagine most of our listeners' response to that, but here to talk uh, some more about it is my good friend, who I don't get to see often enough, Kelly Tarrant from Project 6. Kelly, welcome to the program. Thank you, Shalom. Thank you for having me back on again. I hope to see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But in the meantime, I feel like I'm, uh, I, I follow uh, all of uh, your team's such important investigations and, and, and work. Um, I know we've had you on in the past. Before we talk about the, uh, the specific story over here, Project 6, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit, uh, just high-level background on, on, uh, on, on the organization and uh, the story behind it. Sure. Project 6 is a good government oversight group. Um, we will look at any tip that comes in, whether it's uh, City of Chicago, county, any county, or statewide. Um, and we've been very successful at that. Uh, last year alone, we received 200 tips um, from real people who are, who are undergoing just strenuous uh, plights of, of uh, disadvantage, whether in their workplace or in their own communities. Um, so that is that is a basis of our organization, and what we found just recently, which is what you just brought up, was a small South Chicago suburb, which is called Markham, Illinois, which has faced many scandals over the years. But this latest one is the most bizarre. <laughs> and <laughs> Kelly, it's it, yeah, it's a compliment your your efforts, you and 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 wonderful wonderful team. Um, you guys are, are taking the time, uh, because you are a private organization, to really delve into things that many, many other 
uh, organizations, uh, official uh, government offices don't have, frankly, the resources to do. And often there's, uh, frankly, because of the corruption, they don't put the attention or the efforts uh, to do. So Markham, Illinois, as you said, not exactly known as uh, as the uh, as having the reputation of a uh, of a touch top-notch ethics, uh, small uh, small municipality. But this takes things to the next level. $300,000, the, uh, the former mayor of uh, the city of Markham, has taken in bribes in exchange for, uh, for city contracts, I believe. Yes, that's true. Um, what we first uncovered before that broke just a few weeks ago was that the interim mayor of Markham, Mayor Blevins, right now, illegally gave himself a $70,000 raise along with a lump sum of 34000 which was what he considered back pay, all funded with tax dollars. And the real scandal of this is that he felt entitled to do this and went around the city's leaders and around the law to give himself this payout. Um, unbeknownst to the residents, within another week, their former mayor, the one you've just mentioned, Mayor Webb, um, took Pled, voluntarily pled guilty to the $300,000 bribe scheme. So it was a double whammy for this small, hardworking, blue-collar suburb. Kelly, you just mentioned it, but this is a this is a community that certainly cannot afford uh, something like this. There's not a, a massive surplus. Um, not that, not that <laughs> corruption at any level, even for a community that can't afford it, is okay. But this, no. these are, this is a community that literally every dollar is needed to go to the hard men and women Hard men and hardworking men and women in the community uh, for public services, uh, and and the money is being stolen from them. So how did this happen? Uh, have you uncovered that? Um, we, if if your if your listeners would go to our site at thesecretsix.com, we have the full investigation with all the evidence, emails, um, actuary uh, uh, write ups, calculations, etc. You'll be able to see how this whole thing unfolded. Um, and in fact, like most of our uh, investigations that we do, we do refer them out to the proper law enforcement agencies. And in this case, the Illinois Attorney General's Office is looking into this. So if your readers find this to be as scandalous as it truly is, <laughs> I would encourage them to give the Office of the Attorney General a call and voice their opinion. But equally, if they have any problems with any of their communities or other suburbs, we definitely want to hear about it. Um, it's the courageousness of these whistleblowers that brings success to Project 6. It's what motivates us, and I can't say enough about how too many of these small leaders see their local government as profit opportunities instead of serving their constituents, and it's time for that to change. Absolutely. So as, as you mentioned, Kelly, uh, folks can go to thesecret6.com to see the details, and there are a lot of details. There's copies of the memos uh, that, right. that that uh, that that uh, your team ha- have have obtained. It's uh, it's disgusting. Frankly, it's disgusting. It, it truly is. And, and and may we, I say that please. I have to thank these these whistleblowers. Um, the courageousness we see on a daily basis, whether it's phone calls, drop-ins, or uh, just even the anonymous tips, is amazing. And I think that is the hope 
that we have right now. Absolutely, and uh, lots of details over there, and uh, and and I think it's important that that folks check out the website, see that information, because I I know I just got a text from somebody that said, "What does this have to do? Aren't you a business show?" This has a lot to do with businesses. Businesses, you are taxpayers. Businesses, right. you are people. You pay you pay the taxes. You pay for these services, and you should be paying attention to corruption at all levels of government. Um, Kelly, we're going to have to leave it there, but I do hope that our listeners will get to the website, thesecret6.com. Lots more about the investigations. And Kelly, we've had you on a lot. Uh, Unfortunately, I believe we're going to have to continue to have you on a lot because there's so many investigations going on. Uh, Kudos to you and Nathaniel and and, and Faisal for all the great work that you you guys are doing. So much, Shalom. Thanks for having me on Absolutely. And speaking of uh, government, speaking of corruption, we're going to talk real news after the break. I've got the founders and the fantastic team of the National Discourse on with me after this quick break. You can always check out my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from Get Down to Business and get a sneak peek of who's going to be on next week on the show, all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. And speaking of fantastic websites, I'm thrilled to be joined by... uh, Jackson Richmond and Cam Erickson from the National Discourse, the uh, the media outlet that is rethinking uh, everything about news and uh, fake news is the is the common term that's thrown around these days. You guys are not about fake news, are you? Not at all, Shalom. And thanks so much for having us on the show. Absolutely, uh, and uh, welcome, Jackson. Thank welcome. you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Well, it's great to have both of you. So, uh, so tell me, uh, Cam, if you don't mind, tell me a little bit of the history and why. You realize that there is a need, there's a void for an outlet like the National Discourse. Absolutely. So my background is in political campaigning and political consulting, and I've been all over the Midwest on campaigns, and I've really seen firsthand how critical these issues are, not just from a local perspective, but from a national and international perspective. And I see so often that in the, in the D.C. bubble, we only get one fraction of what really is going on. And with these major outlets, there's so much that's left on the cutting room floor. And the national discourse is all about promoting a space where we can have rational discourse and really have a really real, genuine discussion of the issues and not have an ideological discrimination of any kind. Just yeah, so well, we you're offering a variety of different viewpoints on uh, on contemporary politics, and and politics That's often right. is viewed as as a few certain uh, subjects, but you are really broadening that. And of course, don't take my word for it. Uh, I encourage all of our listeners, and we'll remind folks over the next few minutes to check out the website, the National Discourse dot com. Um, so uh, you've been uh, we you and I have talked about this quite a bit, uh, getting outside of the swamp, as it's called. That's right, and it really is a it really is a swamp. There's a lot of sausage being made, and it's really important to get perspectives from outside because you know there's only sixty thousand or so Americans that live in D.C. There's and we've made a point of getting to St. Louis, getting to other parts of the country, and really broadcasting the real news from and there. covering underreported stories. Um, Jackson, tell us a little bit of of uh, the the types of things that you've been looking for and the types of recent stories. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, couple underreported stories that the National Discourse uh, recently published were um, one outside uh, the United States. That is the 
quiet drug war happening in Indonesia. The you know everyone knows about the drug war in the Philippines. Well, now it's spread to uh, the most populous Muslim country in the world, Indonesia, and we also um, have been getting video correspondence from a couple uh, Yazidis, one of whom is in a refugee camp called Camp Bersiv, uh, and that. Video has gotten over three thousand views on Facebook. Uh, his name is Kalaf, uh, and he's been living in a refugee camp for the past Amazing. few years. And um, some other re- underreported stories, actually, uh, one that we broke was um, Breitbart seriously reconsidering uh, backpedaling its support for Roy Moore, who eventually lost to now Alabama Senator Doug sure. Jones. Sure. Uh, Fantastic reporting. And aside for the website that you mentioned, Facebook, uh, you guys are really uh, on the cutting edge of getting out there. But the phone lines are lighting up. So we have a uh, we have uh, several callers waiting uh, for us. Let's uh, hear from uh, Michael Kowski. Michael, uh, welcome to Get Down to Business. Are you with us, Michael? Yes. What questions do you have for the team of the National Discourse? Okay. So, first of all, I want to know uh, what kind of stories they report on besides politics. That's a great question. And, uh, Michael, thank you. And we, we actually have been publishing 15 to 20 articles per week since we started. And we have uh, U.S. News, World News, Campus News, Business, and... Uh, also a satire satire section with uh, Jeff Callan taking over in New York and we've we've got a lot of interesting subject matter that we cover. Ah, that's fantastic and we've got time for one more caller. Uh Yechiel, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going guys? Doing well. How are you, Yechiel? Hi, Yechiel. Hey, Jackson. Hey, Cam. How are you guys doing? What question do you have for the team of the National Discourse? So, my quick question would be is uh there's lots of media websites of different types of media websites and everything. What makes National Discourse the one to read? What makes that one the reason to to subscribe to out of all the media websites in the world? Thank you so much, Shahil. And uh, it's a great question because nobody else is doing what we're doing. We are covering the political landscape from without ideological discrimination from a millennial perspective, where for millennials, by millennials. And we encourage everyone to check us out on Facebook, The National Discourse, and actually join the Facebook group linked to that, The National Forum, where we have political discourse on any subject matter you can possibly imagine. And you can follow us on Twitter at NATL Discourse. Uh, That's great. And you guys are very active on Twitter. Uh, So thanks so much for the call. And uh, speaking of uh, National Forum, not only are you guys publishing online, uh, using all of the social media available, but you guys have actually also gathered people together at some live events in D.C., some very, very popular events, bringing some uh, some interesting speakers uh, that, uh, that, that I'd say some of the mainstream outlets, the much larger, much better funded outlets, have not been able to, uh, to attract. Um, we are running out of time, but uh, Cam, do you mind uh, telling us uh, briefly about uh, one of your past events? Yeah, well, we, we had a national discourse kickoff, a happy hour with with over 100 attendees. And really, we are continuing to have discourse and promote events in person and online. 
wherever the readers and viewers may be. We well, bring congratulations on all that success. We've got to squeeze in a very quick break over here on Get Down to Business. Always check out my website, ShalomKlein.com. We'll link to the National Discourse over there. We're going to be right back with more with Cam and Jackson right after this quick break. Back on Get Down to Business, and I'm joined here in studio by Cam Erickson and Jackson Richmond from the National Discourse. And while I'm on the air, it's always fascinating to see the text messages that I get, the calls that we receive here in studio, but also the alerts that I receive. And while I'm sitting here, I I get uh, alerts from all different media outlets. So I just got an alert from Fox News that at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m., just in a few minutes, uh, they're doing a special deep dive into the Bill Clinton and Paula Jones Lawsuit. My question uh, for the folks over at Fox News and uh, here at AM560, we have a relationship with, uh, with Fox News Radio, but uh, that's not current news. That's from the past. Um, the, you guys, National Discourse, you are very, very focused on making sure that you are staying on top of what is out there. I recall uh, looking on Facebook just a few weeks ago when Michael Flynn uh, pulled up at the courthouse and, uh, and, uh, and you guys were there. You, you are current. One hundred percent. And Cam and I were at the courthouse where uh, former Trump national security advisor Michael Flynn entered and pled guilty to lying to the FBI. And as he was entering the courthouse, of course, um, the press shouted questions at him. Cam and myself included, such as, do you feel you betrayed your country? Has or will Trump pardon you? Uh, What did you tell special counsel Robert Mueller? And of course, he didn't answer (laughs) any of those questions. But Fascinating enough. Our questions actually made, made it, it onto AP ABC Radio. News. Yeah. Made it onto the ABC News highlight reel of General Flynn entering the and, courthouse. You know, and I think the point you're getting at, Shalom, is, is is so key because everybody in this generation has the ability to be a reporter. Everybody has a phone in their hand. Everybody has access to Twitter and can tweet right at the president, which is which is something unheard of in past generations. And that's a good point to uh, to bring in that if folks have uh, news tips for you guys, I know that they can uh, find you guys on social media, and we'll make sure to share uh, those uh, the, the, the website and, and all the social media uh, links momentarily. But, uh, Cam, how in this day and age of fast-moving stories and news, how how is it possible to stay current? Well, it's actually... It's actually not very easy to do, but it's it's very possible. And one way to do that is, you know, so often people in this country are just waiting for the future, but really the future is waiting for us. And we have some amazing contributors from all across the political spectrum, and they're contributing in in many ways, reporting on what news is being covered. Like we mentioned with Breitbart earlier, that could be the that story that we broke. That could have been kind of the the preemption of Bannon's downfall, some of that internal uh, uh, dissent going on within Breitbart. So really we are giving people the opportunity to take the mic back and report on the real news. And if you want to contribute, you can absolutely get in touch. Oh, that's great. And, and I know that that's the model. You're, you're taking contributions from all over. That, the, all those different viewpoints, not just uh, the one-sided perspective that, that many media outlets have, uh, often I think, it's, I think it's pretty common that uh, a Fox News, uh, you know, we, we know they're, they lean to the right. And MSNBC, they lean to the left. You're, uh, you're, you're, you're taking a little bit of everything. And, that's, uh, and I think that's, that's the right approach. But also staying very, very current. Uh, I'm literally looking at the website right now and I see the, uh, the stories, both the stories that a lot of media, other media outlets are covering, but also a lot of other uh, unique, uh, unique contributions. And you guys 
guys are staying current. Um, we are just about out of time, but I want to make sure that uh, our listeners can find out more, perhaps even find out how they can contribute and get involved. Uh, Jackson, uh, share the website with us, please. Yes, you can go to the National Discourse's website, thenationaldiscourse.com, and uh, go to, um, I believe it is uh, an About Us page. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong about that. Yeah, that's right. Um, and you should be able to find um, my email, jrichman.discourse at gmail.com. That's J-R-I-C-H-M-A-N dot discourse, D-I-S-C-O-U-R-S-E at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can also just tweet me at Cameron Erickson and we can set up a conversation and continue from there. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jackson Richmond, J-C-K-S-O-N-R-I-C-H-M-A-N. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Great job uh, with all of your reporting. We'll follow the, uh, the progress of the National Discourse. Follow your stories, of course. Encourage all of our listeners to find out more. Check out our sponsors, Tandem HR. We're going to be back next Sunday, 6 p.m. right here on 560 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.